Warning, what you are about to hear is not for the faint-hearted. This is their cue to stop listening. So, who's going to be in control of the magic stick? <laughs> I know if I could lick once, I could lick twice. Mm-hmm. So we're we were talking about how gossip, how women bond based upon talking shit about others, and how some women, some women do, and how it's a real switch of the brain you got to do to not do it. And we all in this circle are right now looking at a photo of a girl on Instagram who has photoshopped her face terribly and is saying how good looking she's become during the pandemic. And like, I honestly can't even tell you, I feel sick. Like I want to, I first of all, never want to meet that person. I, I'm disgusted at it. I can't even believe I saw it. I want to immediately talk shit so bad about this person I don't know. And like, I even want to follow her because I hate it so much. Like, that's just like what initially just happened. And, you know, we're trying to be like in this group evolved beyond it, but we have to also be truthful. Like, you know what? This is natural and and this situation just occurred. So is that considered gossip? Or natural selection? Or <laughs> is it gossip because it wasn't you weren't saying things that you assumed you were saying things, saying things based true. on a picture of what you see so it's not like you were making something up and it became a shared experience but in a way it's also gossip I feel like tell us that definition of so, gossip so I had looked at the definition of gossip just because we're talking about it obviously so it's a casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true so hung out with a girl recently and it was the first time meeting her and we all had our opinions about her so as soon as she left you know we kind of like for over an hour discussed her. I don't think it was that long. (laughs) She was the topic of a conversation. I mean obviously our behaviors were too so it wasn't like she was literally the hour you know we we talked for an hour afterward and and we were talking about our reactions to her responses or our reactions to her behaviors or reactions to the things she said or the things we said and how she reacted and so it's not like we were saying things that were untrue but we were making a assumptions about her the whole time. So then when you start to talk about, oh, well, I'm assuming she's this way because she said this, or I'm assuming, you know, she didn't like this because of that, or she's this type of person because of this, you start to think like, oh, well, I'm saying these things that really aren't true about her. I don't really know her at all. You know, you you backtrack and I, I was, I'm proud of us because I felt like we caught ourselves in that situation. Mm. And we did think like, you know, like, oh, she's a sweet girl at the end of the day. She has two other sisters and she always says they go off and do things without her. And she's like, oh, they just, they're, they're so mean they exclude me and will try and have us bond over that of being excluded it's really funny that you can actually you create this sort of bond and relationship on exactly what you talk about because other conversations maybe don't flow as well i do feel like the bonding is because of a shared experience you go through something that is unique to you and sometimes the only other person who knows or understands is your sibling Mm -hmm. and in a weird way it does bring you closer because you can maybe you don't have a whole lot in common but you can unite on that front i think that's how you and I actually became friends 
is because we both had a shared experience of very similar fucked up childhoods and our situations and our moms, we both had a lot of anger towards our moms and we didn't feel like anyone else would understand. So we would talk and be like, oh yeah, mine too. Ugh, you can't believe it. She did blah, 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 blah. And it's interesting because that's not what our friendship is based on and it's not what we talk about really ever anymore. But that is how we initially connected. When you realize that gossiping is a bad trait and you hear people do it constantly, you're like, ooh, that's not a nice, trait to have it's not i'd rather just be honest with people and like is like very honest you always know what's on his own mind and he like will tell you straight up he'll be like i don't like you because of this his family's the same way his sister and his mom they're just like we're very blunt and so he's like encouraged me to be like that just like i have a problem with you and i'm just let's talk about it you've done something that's upset me let's discuss it and that's really hard for me because i grew up different southern people pleaser girl i think there also is a difference too between experiencing something and sharing the experience and gossiping for instance since you were saying how you guys connected, that is not necessarily gossiping. That's you connecting with someone based upon your own experience. And I have shared issues that I've had with my sister recently, and it's not gossiping to me to share them with a friend. It's my experience and it's not a positive one, but it also is like really helpful for me to share because I received the feedback of how to handle it. And so to be more specific on gossiping compared to sharing experience that we have with others with another person is just a matter of talking shit which is not going to bring value to anything gossiping has a negative connotation and it's like you have an ill intent of maybe not hurting somebody else but what you're saying is not very nice it's bad energy and yeah. if you're spiritual it's like why put bad energy on people why put that out in the world we just need to put out good energy okay i'm gonna introduce max here say hi max Hola. And Max has a story about theft and condoms that he wants to share. Theft and condoms. Yeah, that was the story, really. I was well, you have to do it again because I'm recording now and I wasn't I've so stolen boring. things probably a lot more than anyone here, but that's when I was a teenager and, you know, when you do dumb things. But I have the faculties to think in advance about consequences because who wants to deal with consequences? They yeah. always suck later. Now we don't do that. You learn, but then some people grow into adults and they don't and know. They they're like, this is a thrill, even if they're rich. And also people hide things about themselves for a long time. You, you don't even know anybody until you've been with them at least nine months. That's I thought you were going to say nine true. years. No. Nine months at least. Yeah. At least nine, nine months. That's that's a good number. Because yeah. that's how long someone can hold up a facade. I even say a relationship when it's like going to be good or not after two years. I think you after two years you should really like evaluate and that's true. sit together and be see? like are we yeah. still having fun? Because I always feel like at two years it's just like you become too comfortable. You've started to do everything to Together, you've traveled everywhere together mm -hmm. you guys know what you guys are like together doing certain things and then I feel like you get in such a routine which is a fear of mine with partners I start to be like oh I want Mr. is all about what's mm -hmm. that breaking out of those routines like how does a married couple stay happy for a long time really the secret is the distance they have between them you know homemates have you ever heard that no uh, no homemates instead of soulmates oh. your whole person the other person is a whole person that is ridiculous That's but nice. continue i like that I, <laughs> so I, cheesy it's totally oh, cheesy but i'm using it literally because it's a way of explaining that you need to have your shit together if you just disappear and your let your identity disappear into your partner yeah it's gonna 
gonna get boring. It's gonna reach. There's love and intimacy. You can have all the love in the world and the, even the friendship, companionship, all that stuff. But there is the erotic desire, which is still a powerful human need, and that thrives on a little mystery and a little bit of separateness, where you look at your partner and it's like, hey, they don't need me for this. Whatever their career, their passion, their painting, whatever they do. That's how you have relationships that can last forever when they're separate. But when people like you know are twinsies and are finishing each other's sentences, and same thing. Watch out. It's not as strong. I totally think that because I watch Sex in the City and we're, we talk constantly about how that is sort of our lives that we live. We're openly talk about sex, things like that, whatever. And I'm always joking and I'm like, ugh, Carrie and Big had it. They lived in separate apartments and they'd meet up and things like that. And currently in my relationship now, it's like the best it's ever been because we have that separation. I love that mm -hmm. I have my own space of individuality. He has his Boundaries. space of individuality. We've known each other forever. We've tried living together. We communicated as adults that it didn't work out. Out, separated ourselves and it's just so much better it's times I find myself spending more time over there or him even more time at my place I love being able to like go do me and I always tell him that when I'm leaving he'll be like oh what are you doing today and I can hear him almost ready to give me a play-by-play -play. and I'm like do you do whatever you're doing it's like whatever you know I'll call you later love in such a way that you both feel free there has to be an element of freedom in it mm -hmm. you're conditioned to think well relationships need to be this they need to fulfill this every list laundry list of modern idea of what it is to be in a relationship you have to know that it's just, it's all constructed. It really is constructed. Do you take care of yourself, have a quality life, and have an identity, a strong sense of identity, and be able to admire that in someone else? Um, and like Bruce, Bruce Lee said, just, you know, just let it flow, you know, like water. All right, this is my- You gotta attention. go with the ocean, awesome. go with the current. If you try and fight the ocean, the ocean fucks you up, man. Don't fuck with water, That's yes? True. You don't fuck with water, but you also don't fuck with, think about fairy tales. We just take a second here. As little kids, we watch movies and we become infatuated with fairy tales that have the happily ever after and they depend on each other to be happy and there's never a bad moment and it's always rainbows. And the guy always gets the girl in the end. The doofus gets the girl yeah. in the end. In fairy tales, they, your life is rainbows and butterflies and sunshine always. From a young age, that's what we expect out of being in love because that's what the main characters did and they had to depend on each other and they couldn't live without each other. Life was never going to be hard again. They made it through their one hardship and now it's happily ever after and that's not how it is in life and I think that we need to be okay. We as humans need to be okay on our own. Like we need to be able to love ourselves and accept who we are and be okay with ourselves. Only at that point should we go look for another person because we all have a history. We all have a childhood. We all are fucked up in some way until you deal with all that and you can come to terms with it and love yourself and get to know you and be okay with it can you then find someone who you can actually have a healthy relationship with you both need to be that way i think the key here though is that you both have to be in that place because mm -hmm. who i think that i did make him a better person and i believe that he said that and i saw changes but i didn't become a better person i became kind of crippled in myself so it's important that you can both grow in a relationship and you can help each other it can't be one-sided and add value to each other that's really i think the idea adding value but being careful to not get into the thing where you want to fix somebody it becomes a mission to fix somebody yeah and it ends bad you hear that man you can't change anybody hey boys we just want you to listen we don't want you to try to fix our issues we just want you to listen so it's funny because i recently just like had an argument with 
my boyfriend about that. I'm like, oh, I just want you to listen. I just want you to listen. But it's really funny because he's like, I am listening to you and I'm here trying to communicate and have a real conversation with you and not raise my voice and talk to you. And I'm like, holy shit, like I am feeling like, you know, I am getting super animated for no reason and, and being aggressive for no reason. And just recently I, I was smoking and I was, I usually just smoke marijuana. Like I just smoke weed. And a friend had come over to a party and had given us a joint that had tobacco in it. And I didn't know. My boyfriend took a hit of it passed it to me and I took a hit of it and he looks over at me and he's like oh don't hit that again it's a spliff and I was like what's that and he's like it has tobacco in it and I was like okay and he walks inside and then the rotation comes and I get the spliff back and I'm like I just felt like this people-pleasing moment being in the group and so I took another hit of it and I asked the guy I'm like hey is there tobacco in this and he's like yeah and I was like oh no like later you know my boyfriend's telling me why didn't you trust me why didn't you believe what I told you even for yourself like why aren't you just why are you pleasing other people to have smoked it again even though you know that doesn't make you feel well so mm -hmm. I just kind of like had ignored that and and when he was communicating that with me I was like that's really true and you know he didn't yell at me then he didn't give me like weird vibes then I didn't even know like that upset him until we were later on he communicated exactly how he felt and I was like wow there's so many times I can see myself getting super angry immediately and kind of showing it not necessarily to make a scene but to kind of just be like no I'm mad you know like I guess it is to, to sort of make a scene why'd you feel like you needed to people please like I'm a people I know. pleaser like, why <laughs> because in the moment of uh, this guy just like came and brought some J's and I felt like oh like we, we're gonna yeah, smoke like, one like we're gonna puff it and then like walk inside and it was just really weird it's my own thing that I should have just been no I don't like that it didn't make me feel well it was like really bad and then he gave me the the metaphor of he's like you know if there's anything ever that happened and I came to you and I was like run I need to know that you trust everything about us and that we're doing and you're gonna run you're gonna run with me you're not gonna ask any questions you're gonna run no, and i'm no, gonna no. i would ask oh, so many questions me too and no, i'm gonna no, be no, like no, i would no. start running no, and be no, like no. why no, no no i don't i don't think i i i that's why he says he's like you're always like why what why he's good, like that's a good thing i think yeah. that's a good thing i don't think really? you should solely trust anyone unless you get the vibe like unless you like whether you're people pleasing or not you have to go through that i was gonna say the craziest part is you t you hit it again because you are a people pleaser and didn't and just wanted to go with it but if you would have said no i'm good they wouldn't have thought twice about it but in our heads it's like oh my god no i can't and you do something to hurt yourself when if you were really like no i'm good they'd be like okay and could mm -hmm. care less so we hurt ourselves just to please others so as soon as i had mentioned it they were all oh my god like i was like oh i don't usually smoke this they were like don't worry about it yeah and i'm like yeah i'm gonna go sit down and i like walked away and they were totally chill i was mad because i genuinely didn't feel good after doing it and I was like ugh yeah I should have trusted you man and I got in a similar fight actually it was funny we were with and she wasn't in town and we all went to see the Joker and someone played a prank after we saw the Joker and made shooting noises. They were dropping weights from the gym and down and we thought it was gunshots. Earl and I started running was like, no, we need to stay in the theater. I was just like, I just don't agree. If there's a shooter, we need to get out. I thought that they were in and he was like, they're out. And so we got in this huge fight and I like ran to the woman's bathroom because I really thought something had happened. Like, similar to you, was like, you didn't trust me. I thought they were outside, but I was like, I was trusting my intuition and I was so scared that they were in the theater. What do you do in that situation? You go with your gut. Yeah, you go with your gut. You should absolutely. You say, mm -hmm. But it's like, you do want to be with your loved ones, mm -hmm. but it's just like a little scary. We have intuition for a reason. 
That's what I was gonna say. We have a feeling in our gut for a purpose. And I think a lot of times we ignore it because it's easier that way or we don't wanna see whatever our gut is telling us. But we have those feelings for reasons. Like mm-hmm. they're there to alert us, something's off. Look into this. Like you always know what the right thing to do for you is. It's just a matter of if you're gonna listen to yourself in your gut or ignore it. When I was growing up, my parents always said, no is your most powerful tool. If you don't feel like doing anything, say no. Mm-hmm. Don't ever feel ashamed of saying no. So now it's very easy for me to say no. I mean, I care what people think. I do. When I was younger, yeah, it was the best thing having parents that said there's no shame in saying no. If you feel uncomfortable, you remove yourself from the situation. Thank God. That's, that's amazing. That's, so that's yeah, amazing. That's good parenting. It's interesting that you say that because you are totally okay with saying no and you were raised that way and you were also the one that said automatically to trust your gut and you were also the one to say I don't trust anybody else 100% that you're always going to go with yourself and I find that fascinating because I for one grew up being a people pleaser and always saying yes and I had to learn how to say no and it's so hard and I'm the one that ignored my gut for many years and I'm the one who wants to please everyone and wants everyone to like me and it's just so interesting because how you were raised made you strong in my opinion strong and confident in saying no you can trust yourself. I did not grow up that way and I ignored my inner instincts for a very long time. It's just so interesting how it all connects. Instincts are really interesting. Anytime something is like going wrong with me, she knows. At one point I was getting scammed and she just like knew it. She just could tell. Any other bad thing that happened to me, she always knew. And it's just like interesting that intuition that she has as a mother and like the power we have and our human brain has to connect to these psychic senses, whether it be intuitive or clairvoyant. And then it goes back to those people who, people can sense that energy with you because the scammer took you for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's some sort of energy you give out that made them think, oh, I got this one. I was like that in my last relationship and I don't understand how that happened. It's just interesting. You don't know the power of your own energy because I was putting out an energy that I didn't know that I didn't trust myself. And for that, I was like preyed upon. Yeah, have you ever met narcissists and personality types that run roughshod in your life and cause trauma, either you'll get preyed upon. Definitely if you have dependent tendencies, if you're a good person, if you're a romantic, they will really manipulate men and women. And it's crazy, but you gotta learn from these experiences. If you learn how to be more aware because you know, you've know you had bad experiences or you made mistakes, just become more aware. It sounds really dark mm-hmm. talking about the dating culture. It's also awareness and paying yeah. attention to your intuition. I feel with all the characteristics that you just mentioned, Max, I'm pretty sure you know <laughs> I don't like to be even friends with people like that. It was my my life and first mm-hmm. and then it was relationships and then I saw what happened to my mom who allowed herself to be manipulated probably until today. I learned so much how I got groomed to be preyed upon later by people who were grandiose or controlling or... Are you talking about women? Yeah, okay. in my relationships. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I joined and I got exposed to a wide range of oh, personalities yeah. and that taught me something else. But it took me from being, I was like perfect prey to being like a warrior killer mm-hmm. now. You know, like I got my radar up and I try to be as aware as possible. I do my yoga every day and I'm always looking to make sure because I could so easily have been susceptible into a lot of bad situations, including having kids and loveless marriages, abusive marriages. I've had my bad experiences, but you gotta be aware, you gotta catch it because sometimes you'll ignore your intuition and your gut, you can't do that. That's why you have to be 
be 100% within yourself before you can get into a relationship. Yeah, it's that attraction. You know, you can talk about the law of attraction or whatever, but the headspace and the energy, if it's positive it's or if it's negative, that is whom you will attract, that similar vibe. It's a frequency that gets put out. There are people who date the same type of person over and over and over again. To do it over and over again just sounds exhausting to me. I was just curious. This is may have nothing to do with any but you guys believe it or not but pain part of your journey of finding your self-identity and being strong and becoming your own person is to go through a amount of fucking pain you gotta like mm-hmm. be aware of things that are wrong with you that you've done make amends mm-hmm. try to heal that's a lot of awareness and steps there but some people don't some people believe in particular this one friend of mine that pain you can really avoid pain in some way if you just tap into a certain frequency and that everything just becomes easy and comes to you and, and hates the idea of having to go through any amount of pain whereas like I think a pain is like the healer you know mm-hmm. I just was curious if any what you guys thought about that the concept of pain I recently watched a documentary where they're actually talking about medicine and um, painkillers you know back in the day they thought pain was a good natural response and like that's how we should heal pain is an indication that you know that something is wrong mm-hmm. and your body will naturally respond and you'll heal and Instead. and that translates to many other facets of being a human like emotions and all that kind of stuff instead we have a huge part of society who are addicted to pain pills because they don't want to feel that pain they don't want to listen to their gut so they take the pills to numb out and we've created a huge problem people will go out of their way to avoid any pain more than they will to actually go after what they want in life the body is amazing y'all mm-hmm. pain we can withstand a lot of pain body mind everything we're very resilient and we can get through a lot my greatest moments of advancement definitely came through pain and i wouldn't anything for yeah I was once told that you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. so so often we take the pain pills you do these things to avoid the pain and the uncomfortableness that it's bringing up but in order to really get to who you are supposed to be you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable okay it's so super cheesy but it's like no pain no gain when you go into like working out weightlifting is like you're trying to hurt your muscles so that they'll grow back stronger and bigger oh yeah little tears little tears and and so that translates to so many things and it's just interesting and the pain pills it's just like one of many ways to numb out on this topic of pain i've been smoking weed since 97 and i'm an advocate and everything but more recently i I realized i actually am at the point where i do want to like really completely almost cut back on it and it's one of the hardest things to do for me i am fine with everything else but if i'm talking here on this podcast about pain like that's it that's exactly it when we have to change ourselves it's just that pain and it's always so much worse in our mind it's really funny that you say that because like i've been talking about you know like i feel blocked and stuff like that and i smoke a lot of weed and as much as i feel like when i do smoke weed i have like a different sort of thought process I do feel somewhat a little bit more expanded, a little more open-minded and things like that. But a part of me feels like I've just been smoking so much lately and I do feel a little fogged up. Like I do feel a little, a little too dependent on it, a little too bit of a a numbing effect. You know, as good as a feeling as it is, I think not being high as well can also be a really good feeling. And I've done it before, you know, I've stopped smoking for a few months to like up to a year and everything like that. That's the pain some of the, the most difficult things that we have to do. We have to get out of our comfort zone and that's where the magic happens. That's where the zone where all the magic happens. <laughs> New episodes dropping every Wednesday.